Fake Azumi, uh, Gabe Niles gonna be spinning there. Mm-hmm. That's another DJ too. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn a little bit towards you. Yeah, yeah. I seen it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Is it on New Year's Eve. It's Friday, so. Oh, so it's Friday. What's I want to say New Year's Eve is Sunday, right? I would've been tough if they did it on New Year's Eve for like you know. It's another show on New Year's Eve though. Oh, it is. But I probably just be with the fam for real. Yeah, yeah. I plan on being a homebody. It was. I was surprised to see you at the um at the Elevation show like right. I think right the day before something in the water like that weekend. Who yeah. show was that? It was Kai Infinite was on it. The pre-show jump. Oh, the pre-show that the we did on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually. You snap. How was that? First of all, my bad. I, I, I didn't even know you were on the show. Yeah. I walked in. I'm literally right when I walk in, you on stage. I'm like, is that for man? I'm like, dang, dang. <laughs> and you're going like that's bro. Yeah. So yeah, how was that? How was that show? That shit was um, that shit was lit. Yeah. Now we did what we supposed to do. We made our name. Like niggas, yeah, niggas knew. Like by the time I got off stage, everybody was showing you know the proper praise. Not to make that sound weird. But um, you know, they were showing love, eat down to the motherfucking owners of the whole um venue and everything. Like, yeah, you gotta come back. Security, people in the kitchen, everybody outside, all that shit. Like, they were showing hella love for that. So we did what yeah. we supposed to do. Did you guys go to um like something in the water this year? Yeah. How was that for y'all? Um I guess I gotta play um I had to play that strategic after I started after I did my like first VIP experience and like being backstage and shit, I've been kinda jaded. With shows, like, now I'm, like, spoiled to the shit. Like, I don't want to go to no show unless I'm, like, VIP or higher type shit. So you had a VIP at the, what, first summer in the water? Nah, um, some shit in D.C. I got invited to and shit like that when I met some people and shit. So, but backtrack to it, yeah, we went to, um, me and a couple of homies, we went to the uh, summer in the water, the VIP. Uh, we did that jump. It was cool. I saw who I needed to see and stuff like that. I met the, um, the owner of fucking, one of the, uh, the owner of the New York BBC, the head manager there, fine-ass female. And she was there just trying to see the Jonas Brothers and shit. So it's shit like that. Mm-hmm. Being a VIP and shit like that, that shit is super good just like for networking and shit like that. Like, because yeah. you know, it's either rich kids, somebody trying to show out for their girl, or motherfuckers that's important that's gonna be in the VIP. So mm. networking, and I feel like it's just, it's probably just a, like a more comfortable experience of being at the show. Because if you're in a regular, you just, it's you in big, huge crowd. It's like you pushing through, it takes you forever to get anywhere. Yeah, it was comfortable like, slash wet because like, when it's time to turn up and you got lit niggas out there and shit, I'm over here with, you know, the rich folk and the old people mm. and all that and the ones just cozy. Mm. They ain't jumping and shit. And I'm looking over there at the crowd with the GA and these niggas getting lit. I'm like, damn, I still come from that mosh pit time and shit. So I want to get in the mosh every now and then go crazy. But they just was not doing that shit on our side at all. But it's whatever. Another <laughs> thing about the VIP shit, too, is like, you think you actually going to get to talk to the artists and shit like that. They go straight to the fucking dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they also, they're like, that's why they're working. Like, yeah, yeah. It's so probably it, just, it's probably tiring. You probably just, they just set. You're exactly. like, let me go take a break. Like, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Cause a lot, like, Spanish, especially depending on the venue and shit, niggas be on the go. Niggas just got off the flight. Right. Right. Doing this and getting right back on the flight, depending on how popping you is. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we've known each other. You might be my, like, <laughs> longest connection I've made. Like in the art space, because I feel like in my adult life, since I really started creating, I'm making all these new friendships and relationships mm-hmm. in the art world. People I didn't grow up with, but like we create bonds in whatever way through just creating. Yeah. You were kind of the first person that I met out here. You was doing my videos and like in the beginning, fucking, um, and really just showing, like I learned kind of through you the amount of work it would take in this. Like it's not gonna be overnight. Word. Maybe just touch on like even, yeah, just coming up for you a little bit. Getting to where you are right now, how you feel, kind of just well, like I with said, your career, like you know. 
like I said before, um, when I seen you a couple past couple times, and like I've um, voiced to different people, like DJ Nick and different shit like that, that um, you know, I'm happy and proud to see the position that you got in, just because I know how hungry you wanted, and I know you realized shit that I realized, and you really started, you know, getting to it and trying to figure out in the most uh, financially convenient ways, and trying to do it the smartest way as possible and get to it. So, and I'm happy that you made a connection because niggas be out here. And, you know, I could fall into that category, too, because a lot of niggas be to self and don't really want to collab and work and be on no teamwork type shit. But you sat there and made a connection with a lot of important-ass people, and they fucking with you and willing to do content and shit with you. So from to see you from that starting point to, like, hey, you know, sound man, fuck with me, you know. I'm random guy, y'all know if I'm white or not type shit, to, like, now nah, niggas <laughs> tapped in with you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the outside-looking-in type shit. <laughs> niggas don't know. Outside-looking-in to, like, now nah, you really tapped in, bro. You came a long way, so salute to you for that. Yeah, but, um... Yeah. No, we talking about you though. Yeah, yeah, we I forgot about the question. I just had to give you the, <laughs> I had to give you the flowers first. You know, I do appreciate when when I seen you shouting me out at the. Um, I want to say it was the Players Club video you went yeah, and yeah, did. Yeah, you yeah. shouted me out with Nick and shit. Mm -hmm, I felt mm -hmm. like real, real happy about that. But uh, yeah, my bad. Run the question back. My bad. Just how you feel about where you are right now. Looking back, to kind of where you started. We can. Get, I, I do want to get into everything in your early days too, like common grounds, all that. But just where you are right now, how you Oof. feel about it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah. I mean, I'm blessed to be where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. You know, I got to constantly remind myself to be humble and be blessed no matter how, you know, how hard I'm striving to um, be financially free or how hard I'm striving to um, get to a higher plateau and position than where I'm at and shit like that, and it's not happening as fast as I like or, you know, more untalented motherfuckers is getting it faster, but, you know, they come and go and shit, but, you know, I got to remind myself to be humble with the shit, but... Looking back on it, you know, I started, I was producing in high school and shit in 10th grade. That was way back in the day. We ain't even gonna get into years and shit like that. But way back in the day, started producing, fucking around, sending niggas beats and shit like that, seeing their dreams and niggas doing it. Then, you know, I come with the Kumbaya, Sam, like, all right, let's all get on the same common ground and let's, like, put some shows together, do some shit together and, like, get some motion out of this bitch, which was good. But then I had to learn about street politics and, like, niggas be outside and niggas say everybody don't mix well and niggas ain't with that Kumbaya shit because they street politics. So Wait, can you go can you go a little into uh, further into that? What do you mean by the street politics? I mean, yeah, if you're dealing with niggas that do like you know that street rap, but you know gangster rap shit, then you know if niggas is outside and they got beef with motherfuckers and some more shit, then yeah, beef with motherfuckers and shit. So you know, me and my homie Jake during the time when we was like trying to get a lot of different acts and shit during the early Newport News times together and shit like that. These niggas had different beefs for whatever reason. We was always the middleman, but sometimes we'll get caught up in the bullshit. But we was always the middleman trying to get niggas literally on the common ground just to. Get the Virginia shit rolling type shit, which some niggas was on, but end of the day, whatever they street politics shit was, and we tried to calm that shit down with these niggas, but um, and I'm getting messy, and then you know, as time went on, you know, a lot of my niggas during that early time, they in the past just due to health issues and shit like that, so and different things, but you know, I went from doing that whole producing for niggas and seeing their dreams and seeing how they want and trying to operate this shit, figure out the game to, you know, taking my beats and rapping over the shit and just seeing how far I can get, especially with them not being here. I got to take the pole and see how far I can go with the shit. So um, it's good to see because, you know, it was at a point I'm just figuring out the game and just trying different shit out. I come from, like, a, a real gambling background and chancing shit and, like, you know, scared money don't make no money type shit. So I really gamble and chance a lot of shit and see what works and not. Luckily, I've been on the, the higher side of the probability with shit. So, you know, it's cool to be, like, one of the only niggas out here 
with like you know early fades like with ten thousand views or some shit or different shit like that. When ten thousand views meant. Like, meant something like, and it meant when it meant some type yeah. shit like early phase type shit. Cause you know niggas know me for doing the beats and doing the videos for niggas. So you know I know everybody's everybody that was doing some shit that ran through me. I know everybody's numbers and streams and what's real and not. Cause there's a lot of shit that wasn't real. We can call nobody out, but you know I seen it all type shit. So for me to actually get some genuine views, I was just you know praying. At a point of my time, I was praying and hoping. And I'm like, damn, I just want ten thousand views on this shit type shit and just be. Humble just to have that. Like, that's just something. Like, 10,000 people, that's something, too. Now I got a fucking million streams and shit, and I'm even more thirsty to even get constant millions and shit where I'm, like, forgetting about that humble point where I was just hyped for 10,000 type shit. So got to remind myself of that. But, you know, shit's good. It's good. I'm blessed to be in the position I'm at. <laughs> long long mm. uh, story short type shit. On, on the politics, too, I feel like I've experienced, we've experienced that as well where we kind of had to be a neutral party first. You know what I'm saying? People just get too caught into, like, that's just, to me, I just feel like that's just petty stuff that takes... Takes away energy that you could be putting towards actually making this happen. Yeah. Um, I feel like also maybe you can touch on that too. I feel like where where you've been at and where I've been at in the space is like we're getting bigger, but I think it's more about um just perfecting your craft and really actually like honing in on your skill. That's what it looks like like you've been doing. Too. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah, you hit it right on the head with that for sure. It's definitely about sharpening it up because um shit, he he Frank, you know what I'm saying, he's known me as long as he known me forever type shit. So he was there for my early producing phases when, you know. I'm trying to make, you know, every producer goes to the type of beats they want to try to make or the sounds they want to do and all that shit. And now... What was your first sound? Uh, I was having... By the time I got into the producer game, well, no, nah, I started early. And, you know, I got um, I got a whole bunch of, like, family backgrounds and shit. Like, the New York family got, like, some, like, you know, some dipset ties and all that shit. So when I was around my uncle and shit, he was heavily influencing, like, the dipset sound. So we was doing, like, soul samples, but, like, New York sound and shit and whatever like that. But then, you know... I, you know, I fuck with hip-hop shit, hard body, too, so we get into, like, a Knife Wonder bag or, like, some Jay Dilla shit or Kanye shit or, like, getting into those bops and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But then I fuck with Timberland Pharrell and I fuck with R&B, hard body, so that was really my bag, trying to get into those, like, melodic-ass shit but still find a way to make it bop. And then once that trap shit came to surface around, like, that early flocking time and shit like that and then getting into the dark trap with Travis Scott and all that shit and Kanye doing the shit with the trap, that's when, you know, it like I taught myself in reverse type shit, you know what I'm saying? All that early shit I was doing, but I couldn't understand it. Like I wasn't even understanding bass and all that shit too well. But just stepping in the trap and fucking with 808s, that shit made me understand bass and like frequencies and pitches of basses and shit and getting heavier, heavier into that. And then by the time I spin the block and went back to those older sounds, I'm like, oh, it's how you're supposed to piece these sounds together with this and this to make this shit knock like this and do it like that. So teaching yourself in reverse. Yeah, that's how I felt like I felt like that shit I'm like taught myself in reverse with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like so compared to like when I first started making like them hip hop beats and all that shit, they would be like, it, the the idea would be there, like the samples on point and it's on like the, the snares there and all that shit, but the shit is not knocking. But then now it's to the point, after learning to do the trap shit, I know which particular kicks I need to hit that sits on top of this sample and this bass to make this shit knock this way in the certain pockets and all that. And then then the mixing shit too, which is which he teaching me and shit, just the EQ and shit in general is like a whole must know type thing and mixing in general. So. Learning through him, where he learned, he he learned more of the technical side coming up, and he's more heavy on the hip hop shit. So we kind of bounce off each other with learning shit. So yeah, man, that shit is just like a lot of niggas don't realize, man. It's just trial and error too. Like you got to develop your own way of doing things. You know what I'm saying? There's, that too. There's really no right or wrong way to do any of this shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you just gotta develop your own thing. You know, just. 
throw shit at the wall, see if it stick. You know, hunt it. <laughs> I feel like with music too, it's like double hard because you have to figure out what you do, but it's like the game is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out how to like how your stuff will fit in the game and how to how to market yourself in the game in a game that's not the same. Like every year is different. For so sure. whatever you're doing this year, like next year has to be different. For so sure. it's like you have to learn two things at once. Now, I feel absolutely. like if you're just like if you have a, if you start in a restaurant, the restaurant game is pretty much what it is. You have good food, good customer service, good location. Mm-hmm. People are going to show up. Good prices. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's this new factor in restaurants like every year that you have to kind of like adapt to. Like, mm-hmm. does that make sense? That making hundred percent sense. And um, and that goes between the artists with the longevity and the ones that just here for the quick shit and the quick sounds and all that. But um, a saying I've been saying for years for everybody is like it's only so many keys on the keyboard. So it's like. Nothing's really new type shit. It's, you just see a lot of shit cycle around, in which we already seeing it right now with the, um, you know, with the um, Jersey and the Baltimore shit, and then that, that style beat and shit. Like, we already did that shit way earlier back in the day, but it just circled around because we in a whole new decade and a whole new time and shit. And we see a lot of these sounds and shit that already happened before just making a full cycle. What's been missing the whole time, what niggas ain't been doing, it should have been hybrids of a lot of sound, which niggas is dabbling into. And this AI shit and all this shit might help niggas take it further for the um, non-musicians, but it should have been the hybrids of a lot of shit. It should have been a lot of mixing this and that and mixing it together type shit. They started fucking with the hybrids with pop and trap and trap with every fucking thing type shit. Trapping R&B, trapping this and trapping that, but niggas ain't right. Really trap to country. That's what I'm saying, bro, but niggas ain't trying to experiment other different sounds and put these shits together and make it hybrids. So when that time comes, it'll be good. But you're right with that. You definitely got to stay on point. Shit, everything's oversaturated, man, and you gotta stand out, bro. You gotta really, like, this shit is like, this shit is like trying to chase the holy grail at this point type shit. You really gotta stand out. Everybody's trying to do this shit, bro. Like, I think you getting struck by lightning, you got a better chance of getting struck by lightning than uh, <laughs> getting this shit for real for at this rate. I'm into, um, it's really into originality. And I feel like people, people kind of strayed away from that. I don't wanna like blame everything on the game because we have to take responsibility for shit too, but it's like, they literally made it to where, like you had to follow certain formulas to blow up, mm-hmm. like like even down to the Spotify playlist. Like they had AI algorithms in the playlist that were listening to the beats, and if it sounds like this type of beat, then it's like they put you in the in the algorithm. It'll push it like so. It's like people almost had to copy stuff to like get like get noticed. You got to stay in a certain bracket. That's what goes back to the hybrid shit. Like there's a lot of shit that we ain't see type shit. Like so like you got the whole. Pierre Bourne wave and shit, and that's when you had like that early trippy wave and all that, and like the X wave and all that, and we had that emo tone music and shit. Why we ain't got like no girl groups, like emo girl groups that was riding on them type of beats, or like emo girl you know what I'm saying, or different different type of different shit mixing it up, but like R&B niggas on those type of going crazy on those type of beats type shit, like really just hybriding it up. So it's like staying in that bracket and taking that choice, but finding your way around it. I think that's where the originality shines. Like you can still take the popular nigga beat. But if you attack it in your personal way type shit and still reach those pockets, I think it can work type shit. And that's kind of why I kind of explored, especially with me making the beats, I can understand what's the current sound and popular sound in the game, but I can still add the drums I want and talk about the things I want inside of the shit, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's why, I think what kept me, kept me flowing and kept me above so far, for real, honestly. Mm. Okay, so you touching on 10th grade, you started to produce. Yeah. How long were you doing that until, like, you, I guess you started doing videography? Like, when did Common Grounds become a thing? Also, was Frank, like, engineering your stuff from day one? Like I'm saying, how'd you get into engineering? Like, oh, yeah, all sure. that? Yeah, that's like, a good question. Um, yeah, nah. Yeah, did the um, producer thing all the way around, like, damn, when's the Common Grounds shit start rocking? Like, 2013, 2014, maybe? Yeah, I was in, like, <clears throat> 10th, 11th grade, so we're talking, like, 2013, 2012. 
Who was, yeah. who was the first video on the Common Ground channel? Oh, that's a great question, damn. Because I'm one of the last ones. I think me and Jubo might be the last one. Yeah, one day we might have to spin this. Um, was it Church in the Wild type shit? Was that the first one? It could be. I want to say one day we're going to have to um, hopefully run this back and maybe just focus on the Common Ground thing in a bigger picture because yeah. even yeah. though... No, no, me and the homie had a falling out, the uh, homie Jake and shit that started the shit, but, you know, end of the day, it wouldn't be 100% right me going in full detail about this shit without him being there or without okay. him saying his part. So oh, I'm see, I, gonna, I didn't even know that it was you had a cold. Yeah, a lot of niggas uh, don't know type yeah. shit because we, we, everybody keep our shit low. and ain't no love lost type shit. You know, niggas grow apart type shit. But, you know, if a day comes where we can talk about a shit because it definitely needs to be talked about, I'd rather have me to go to full detail. So I'm going okay. to skip past a lot of that. I'm not even sure what the first video. He might he might even know that shit faster than me, low key. But um, regardless, the bigger picture of what it was, we had some homies around the way. That wanted to rap, whatever case may be, they knew I made beats and they wanted to try the shit. So boom. Now we had Scopes. Scopes low key with the first shit. Oh yeah. With yeah, the yeah, shit. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Scopes is out here. He wanted this rapping shit. Scopes is just tapped in with everybody. He know everybody. Cool type shit. Everybody just loves Scopes. So, you know, he went to the studio and shit. He had a studio we can go to. I sent him some beats. He tried some shit. And we did a video for him. We did the bitch I'm drunk shit. I don't even know what the fuck we shot that shit on. I don't even know we had a camera, what camera we had during that time. It didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't even matter. He has, you know, Scope just had enough, uh, he, the clout, <laughs> for real. He had enough motion out here that the shit was just working type shit. But we did that. But the whole Common Ground things came about after Scope. We had different artists that was around that want to do the same thing. Pretty much Scope did it in their own lane type shit. So um, me and the guy Jake, you know what I'm saying? We, um, you know, we we wanted to get some. We wanted to do more with our lives than the regular shit. So, he was working. You know, I'm sitting here nickel and dime type shit. I come from a rough ass like financial background with my whole family and shit like that. So, we nickel and dime and living minimal and shit like that. But me and him put money together, drop 500 to get a Nikon camera and shit like that. We get the camera and we're like, you know, we gonna get it all from in house, bro. I'm like I'm already producing type shit. We gonna figure this camera shit out. We gonna get whatever computer we need type shit, even if it's a bullshit shit for now, and figure this shit out as far as the edit type shit. And that's really how the whole process came about. With that, that's what got me into the video shit, just learning that, because we self-taught the shit, looking at videos, how to make it better and shit like that. And, and this is all before you even making your own music. Yet. Before I even made my own music. So this is all before getting into me type shit, you know what I'm saying? So fast forward past all that, you know what I'm saying? All the homies past and different things like that. And I always told myself that every great producer raps at some point from the ones I looked up to and shit. So, um, you know, I started putting some shit together. I started recording with Boris first. That's who I went to first type shit. Just gave it a try. I came from a bad um, bad breakup and shit. I want to get my emotions out and shit like that. Boy, so, he got his heart broke. Yeah. I don't even know. It was just, I don't know. It just, I need <laughs> yeah. to get some shit off. I need to get some shit off. So I got in the booth, got some shit off, fucking around with some shit. And, you know, it was actually pretty decent. And I was playing for niggas and shit like that. I sent them the mad females I knew first. I'm like, that's the key first. I'm like, the woman is like, that's what's going to let you know if it's hot or not. They're going to tell the truth type shit. And I was tapping them with a lot of females just because I was doing photography, videography around the area. So I'm standing there, I'm like, let me know what you think. And they fuck with their hard body, so that gave me the confidence to go ahead and try to push. And then I'm like, okay, I don't want my shit just sitting here, 100 views and no shit, not doing nothing with it. So we need to figure out how early before algorithm was even a fucking term, you know, me just knowing my brain, like, how the fuck to get in this algorithm and try to get some shit flowing and shit. So I'm just, like, studying. Because I was, like, full metal. I was, like, full dash metal for a grip. I'm like searching shit on the internet. My whole biggest goal was like, bro, I need my shit to pop up on Google, like no matter what. Before it was like the easy access shit that they got now where you can just click and give them all the information. I'm like, yo, I need to, my shit need to pop up. Like when niggas looking me up, I need to pop up nobody any means. So when shit started, still started getting heavier around like that um, XXX time and all that shit, that 2015 time and shit, because I was already fucking with 
I was fucking with different style of music. Like I said, I, I loved the melodic shit and all that shit, chill shit. And then you got like, well, how'd you, my bad, I cut you off. How'd you get it on Google? Like, what'd you do? Oh, um, shit, I'm rolling to that right now, type okay. shit. But um, by the time I was like, I was researching different artists and shit. By the time I was ready to crank this shit up and get like really figure out how to get in it, I was just researching different shit. Like niggas that was popping during the time. You got XXX, you got ASAP Rocky, them going crazy and shit like that. Because I come from fucking New York and Harlem, so when I seen these niggas roll out and shit, I'm seeing shit that we grew up on and niggas around neighborhoods that. We miss because we've been living in Virginia and shit. Like, my grandmother staying right by the buildings and shit that these niggas are doing videos by, going to the corner store and shit niggas grew up by and shit. So I really wanted to, I liked the study they was going for, embrace that. So I really loved that shit. But then you got, like, fucking Denzel Curry and Rob Banks and all these niggas down here in Florida going crazy with, with their aesthetic and style. And then they talking about this anime shit that we into, everybody. So I'm just like, yo, I'm trying to embody all this shit and absorb it in and shit. So when I'm seeing names like XXX and for real, for real it was Waka Flocka that really even had me, like, they can stand out. I'm like, I need a name that stands out type shit. I need some shit, like, it needs to be seen. So I'm in all caps. I'm like, okay, right now it's like niggas going off these crazy-ass fucking names and shit like that as far as the SoundCloud way early type shit. So, like, I hate to use a little pump example because that's what everybody looks to, but the early little pump and the XXX and whatever early weights from that ski mask slump guy and shit. Like, niggas had these crazy-ass names. So I'm just like, yo, I need something to stand out on top of this full metal shit. So I'm just like... You know, I'm a cold nigga anyway, like, as far as my personality and different shit. And then, you know, it, mix, it mixes with the whole, like, dark vibes, emo vibes and shit. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to put a jacket on my name or a park on my name. Because always, every time I search my name, I saw a full metal jacket every fucking time. And I never even seen the movie and nothing like that. I know y'all probably seen the shit. But I never I seen know. it. And I got tired of seeing that shit. So I'm like, yo, I need something else to pop up with this full metal jacket when I'm searching my shit. So I'm just like, okay. So the jacket, I fuck with Parkers because this is, like, what around is that? The, yeah, what is that? Like a Parker jacket, like a long ass. Okay. Parker coat type shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But this is around, like, early uh, H&M time and shit when niggas was, like, dressing like that, having, like, long-ass pocket coats and different shit like that. So I'm like, I fuck with them shit, so it's going to be full metal pockets type shit. And from there, you know what I'm saying, that name is so foreign and shit, that shit was like a red line type shit when you type it in. So it went from a red line to the more and more content I put out and shit, and you search that shit, it's like, oh, that's what they talking about. They talk about this full metal pocket thing. So I made Google, I forced Google to understand that shit. And so it got to a point where... Um, when you log in the like, Gmail and shit like that, it'll give you access to like, okay, here's the songs, here's send your ID and all of the claim that your account basically for the shit that they doing type shit. So yeah. Mm, so from the beginning, you're doing your own videos too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I guess also like, um, how how good do you like? Because you were working on other people's videos at first. So by the time you started making music, where you feel like were you at a level of like where your videos were already like you had your style, or you were still figuring out your style even when you started your own videos? So when I was working with Jake and we were doing that, and doing the videos, even with you and um, different niggas we worked with, that's because we fucked with the anime shit hard body, and it's so sick. I mean, it's good to say now because niggas already know what it is with this nigga type shit. But um, early in the game, that nigga Takashi, before he was on this, that, all that gang shit and all that uh, six nine shit, he was on that nigga um, when it was Takashi just by himself, Takashi six nine and shit. That nigga had some fire ass videos and shit when he worked with Bodega Bams and this shit like that. He had dope ass videos like it was real cinematic, dark tones, and he had mad anime shit in it. Like he was one of the only niggas that had that anime shit heavy. So um, me and my nigga Jake, we took a tone, um, you know, we took a page from that shit. And like yo, we gonna start adding some of this anime shit. Inside some of the videos, until you know, longer we realized a lot of Florida niggas like Rob Banks and them niggas started talking about it and putting in their shit and all that. But we had that, so I had the outline that I wanted to anime shit and all that. But we was missing the cinematic side of the shit. The Nikon camera we had, like, we shooting, but you know, what I'm saying we ain't know how to get into that cinematic bag. We ain't know the full details of the camera. So it ain't even just cinematic. I thought I would just feel like you have your own style as far as like. I don't even know. It's the VHS. It's the oh yeah, we don't have VHS angles, shit before everybody. Like, before everybody. Like, before that shit got. Before that shit became an app, nigga, we was on that shit before everybody. That shit is documented. Like, we was there early trying to 
the overlays and shit like that. I didn't even know I was overlaying them shit, but we were doing that shit way before, and I put, yeah, I definitely put the niggas on to the shit for sure. But, um, nah, it wasn't too, I had a homie when I was like, so the early shit when I was putting my music out and trying to get my shit in the blog spots and all that shit, they had a, uh, I had a homie, uh, A1 Visions, a rapper, uh, no, I forget what the homie name was, a rapper and shit like that, that worked with A1 Visions and shit. And he was having with me on the gram and shit like that. He was popping, had numbers, had mad followers, all that, had the clothes, everything, he up and shit. But he was a good dude. He fucked my sound and shit, and we chopping it up and shit. And I saw who shot his videos in New York. And I'm like, damn, we need some cinematic shit like this. Like, we need the woman in there. We need all that shit. So I hit the videographer up, and he was in affordable price. So he came down to Virginia. We got him a hotel and all that shit, and he came down. And that's when I did the Super Saiyan God video. That's the first music video I did. And I'm like, if I'm going to, like, roll out with a music video and shit, I need this shit to, like, really have niggas like, oh, this nigga on some shit type shit. I really need to stand out. So niggas was already dressing fly and shit, already doing the gold tee before everybody was doing that shit, all yeah, that shit. So by the time he shit. came down, <laughs> we did that shit, bro. And I told him, like, I need that Dragon Ball Z and all that shit in there as you edit it and shit. I knew what we was looking for, but he knew how the tools to do it. So by the time he shot it and shit, we did our thing and we set a tone, but we took the knowledge. I'm like, yo. And luckily he was humble enough to do it because a lot of niggas won't do it, but I hit the nigga I'm like, yo. Nigga, what camera are you using, bro? What is the what program, what camera? What is all this shit? A lot of niggas wouldn't tell you down that early phase shit, but we took that shit from him, learned it, caught that same exact shit, and did it ourselves. <laughs> so that was the first video. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you did all your own shit. So. After that, we just kept on doing it all. The Lumex GH4, and we did that shit, kept on shooting with it, learned <laughs> how to edit better and better and better, and as time just went on, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay, also, so we yeah. upgraded cameras and shit. Hey, also, yeah, yeah on, your, on the um, engineering question, how, how long you been engineering? Um, yeah. How'd you get into that? Yeah, what's the first track you mixed for me? The if first, you can remember. Man, we was just bullshitting, doing random shit. But um, the first real project I worked on was the This Hit Different. Yeah. The first one. Uh, yeah, that was like, what, 2020? That's in my Duke script. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, that's when I first started. So I ain't been I doing like this shit that long, like two, three years, maybe. Mm -hmm. What are you using, Pro Tools? Uh, nah, I'm using uh, Logic. Yeah, man. Uh, I started out, like I said, I make beats and shit like that, man. And um, I don't know. I kind of was already, like, mixing drums and shit like that. So he just asked me one day. He was like, you trying to mix these vocals? I was like, yeah. And it just it just worked, you know? It's just, um, like I said, you just sometimes got to throw shit at the wall, man, and just see if it sticks. So um, you just it's just trial and error, man. You know? Yeah, he was literally going I never, I didn't want, I never was like, yo, I want to be an engineer. It mm -hmm. just happened, you know? So... You know, kids doing that shit on what's it called? Mix Lab, not yeah. Mix Lab, Band Lab, fucking on the phone now. And what's crazy about engineering, man? It's like, like I said earlier, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Nope. Like all the all the music I fuck with, like all the old currency shit, Wiz Khalifa, the, the quality was terrible. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But those are some of my favorite songs because it just had that energy, that vibe to it. So. Shit don't always gotta be so perfect and polished. You know what I'm saying? It could just it's never gonna be perfect. Like, first well, of all, yeah. yeah. It can yeah. just have that raw, gritty sound, and it works, you know what I'm saying? I think with the engineering shit, it's just mostly about are you capturing whatever vibe the artist is going for, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you can capture that vibe, then it don't really matter. You can have some, just a decent mix, but if the artist is doing his part, then nine times out of ten, the shit's going to work, you know? Mm. I, th I think the, the engineer is definitely a, um, is a big part of the sound. Yeah. It's like you, people will go to the studio, like, make me sound like Lil Baby. Make me sound like this person, like. But I feel like, yeah, the, I feel like the real way to really find your own sound, you gotta have your own producer and your own engineer, and y'all really gotta lock sure. in. Like, yeah, you hit it right on the money with that, yeah. and niggas got lost in the sauce because um, 
the auto tune is the, the the fucking scapegoat. It's the easiest scapegoat out because as long as the, you fuck around and get the auto tune key on the right pitch and shit, then it does sound I don't so give good, it just though, it sounds good because sonically it's correct, but you still need to take the steps further to do the shit. But like he was saying, it really is like, and then there's kind of like a mindset. I used to tell him that shit when we first tried to figure it out. I'm like, nigga, if Rick Ross came in here and recorded on the same shit we're going to do, niggas going to jack it just because it's Rick Ross because they already got that mind state. They know what he sound like and shit like that. That's one. And two, we saw ahead in technology and shit. And the shit they were recording on back in the day was like fucking uh, Run DMC and shit like that. That's slapping to this day hard. Like, nigga, the iPhone microphone has to be better than the shit that they were recording on back in the day. Oh, yeah. So why not give it a try and... Mix off, record off that shit and mix off that shit. Like, and you know, today is showing, and then especially by the time, like, that's why that SoundCloud shit is so pivotal and so important because around that XXX time, he changed the game with that distorted shit. Like, came, XXX? XXX with that um, distorted ass sound, him and Ski yeah, Mask yeah. doing that screaming shit and distorted bro, shit. Bro, I was shit won't mix yeah. properly and all that, but it's about the the vibe, like he was saying. Bro, I was Tony in LA game. when he died. Me and Cam was in LA, I think it was 2017 yeah, or 18. We went to the, it was a memorial, like, we was there, like, literally. Oh, the like, memorial, I know what you Yeah, it was a memorial, about. no jumper. Mm -hmm. When was on the roof bro, and shit. Yeah, we were yeah. there, and oh, fucking, crazy. that shit was hectic, bro. Yeah, no, nah, when I saw it, when I read the news, I literally felt the world shift, bro. Like, I felt, I felt the energy, that shit was crazy, bro. That nigga. Bro, we in the fucking street, they on the building, and it's like thousands of kids in the street. Mm -hmm. It's it's literally, a, I seen a news van coming down the street, it's a big crowd. The news van coming down the street, it's like 20 kids on the news van, shaking that bitch, jumping on that shit. I'm like, bro, this is this helicopter's going by. Yeah, I'm I remember like, watching Yo. that shit on the No Jumper little recap shit that same day or whenever when they dropped this shit. But yeah, nah, I was serious, bro. Serious. Even maybe we can even touch on that. These different um platforms that have kind of been here and like throughout the throughout the different eras. Like you feel like you've been on a lot of them as well. Like you've had fucking articles on what Elevator, like Fader, Lyrical Lemonade. Mm -hmm. Maybe touch on um also even just dropping your music on um Ryan Celsius's channel. Yeah. Maybe just touch on these different platforms that that kind of have been here and um just different ways that um artists or uh, fans discover music these days. Sure, for real. Get your pencils out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um nah, like I said, just trial and error and chance and shit. Um, with Celsius, that was more of the homie and shit. Like, um, my brothers when they um when they game and shit, they listen to a lot of just like beats and shit like that, chill lo-fi beats and all that. Before it got to this oversaturated shit, they listen to a lot of lo-fi and just like having anime and video games and the style of shit in the background and doing when it was like cool to do it because like it's it's extreme oversaturated right now. But that's when it was like a vibe to do it and shit, and it was really heavy producer wise and shit. So I'm just like. The lo-fi shit. Yeah. Um, so when I had one song, when I had a song with Boris and all that shit, and I know I'm talking about these anime tones and shit like that in my songs, I'm like, again, I'm looking at these YouTube shits and I'm seeing these artists up there. I'm like, yo, I need to figure out how to get the fuck up here with these niggas because this is where I need to get my shit rolling and shit. And landing these platforms is what elevated me to it because it's all about catching shit at the right time, striking while the iron's hot. So, you know, I'm doing, I'm taking the steps that niggas wasn't doing type shit. Like, it was simple as hell, but it's like, as far as like, YouTube shit is going to the about section, find the email, send the email out. But you can't be on no texting type shit. You got to be speaking like you professional, like you a brand. Like the issue niggas have out here is not they don't know how to properly brand themselves. They just want the shit they expected to happen. But you got to come as a brand and be willing to offer something. Or seem like you got some type of motion type shit. I understood that early, so that's what got it done. Now that with the game, with shit, everybody trying to create content and shit, it's, it's all lost in the sauce. But as far as the YouTube shit, send out emails and shit like that and figure out how to get up there and, you know, the right ones responded back and either some was on some payola shit or some was like, oh, just submit it here and then we fuck with it and then if niggas fuck with you, they kept it rolling. So that was that with that. 
when it came to the blog shit and all that, that shit was like war time type shit because that's when niggas was holding the information on our body. Wait, 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 what do you mean by that? Because, like, you know, different times, like, you'll see mad motherfuckers or different niggas around the world, local niggas, like, you know, when niggas like competing heavy during that SoundCloud shit. You'll see niggas landing like fucking pigeons in planes or fucking you'll see a random nigga getting faded back to back or getting this and all this shit. Oh, and That's I want to like, get a game on how. They don't want to uh, get a game on how to do it and shit, which I understand because, you know, during a point when I was doing video shit, when I was still video editing and landing the elevator shit, and which made me stop doing the video shit because every time I stepped down, niggas just like, yo, how you on the elevator shit and all that. And it's like, you got to do the homework. I ain't about to sit here and ask no nigga how they got on and shit. Like, by the time I did, by the time I did ask whoever and they gave me that bullshit answer, I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure it out myself. So it takes studying and shit. And I've been realizing as I go on recently, the fucking artist hours and, like, research hours and shit, it's really from, like, 2 a.m. to, like, 5 a.m. type shit. That's when you really see shit shaking. That's when niggas in the studio late. That's when you see niggas hitting up they engineer or hitting up their writer or whatever like that but i was just doing the research and shit i'm seeing this nigga just got posted here let me see who he following shit that's a writer and shit oh that's your writer and shit let me hit this nigga up try to get a response to get that email get an email back no email keep on hitting these different niggas up and all that shit so for a good amount of time it was a lot of walls because you submitting doing the submitting bullshit and niggas ain't hitting back and all that it got to a point you know i see the elevator shit i'm trying to get some motion on that and I've been submitting to them niggas for a year straight with the elevated shit and never got no motion. I think that that was probably paid submissions, right? That like, was not. Like that was before they even paid. That yeah. was before the shit, all that shit. Because right now they got it up there where you can go up there and pay and life's easy now type shit. But like I said, I know the CEO there and shit. I know Brian. Shout out Brian and shit like that. Got, you know, tapping with that nigga every while. Come on, right now the then. CEO of uh, Elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the homie and shit like that. That nigga called me and talked about, he always got some shit, issue with somebody, but talked about like a random shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um... Fucking how I got in that, um, you know, that's when they niggas were doing that PR shit. Niggas had a different PR agent and shit like that. Like, you press the PR nigga off, and I can get you this blog spot, this blog spot, this blog spot. The shit was, during that time, it wasn't really illegal. Niggas just wasn't supposed to be doing that. Like, if the heads of the company found that shit out, they was canceling your ass. Niggas were complex and shit. Like, niggas ain't supposed to be taking no bread under the table to write your account and shit, but niggas is eating and shit, so niggas is going to be humans and do what they do. Oh, like they're paying for um uh, for them to do a write up on you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It wasn't that shit was not supposed to happen type shit. Like during that early phase, niggas was not supposed to be doing that shit. What was the proper what's the proper process of getting an article written? Submit up on and you? hope that these niggas do it. Yeah. But like I said, I've been submitting to elevator for a whole fucking year straight on the early time and got nothing. So it was two time I found a nigga. I ain't gonna drop the homie name. But I found a nigga and shit like that and hit him I'm like, yo, bro, I'm just trying to get up here forever. Let me do it like that. And he was like, all right, boom, you toss me two fifty, da da da, I can get you up there type shit. And now this is the point, if you live in a minimalist like me type shit, you ain't selling drugs and doing this shit, and you saving up your little bullshit. You know, I come from minimum wage with shit with $7.25 or $9 for per hour type shit. So you sitting here hustling and saving up your bullshit and hoping to chance that this nigga don't run off with your bread because PayPal is the only safe way to get your bread back. If you send it to a nigga, they screw you over. You can put a claim and get your shit. But you send it through Cash App and whoop de whoop then niggas run off with your shit, they run off with your shit. But um, I took the chance and sent them the 250 type shit and waited for the time process and got my shit up there and shit like that. I got the video where I can't remember what the first post was, but I got some shit up there. To the point, he was hitting me back. He was like, yo, the CEO's little brother love the shit that you're doing and shit. He's into that anime and video game, all that shit. He said, this shit hard as fuck, so you good. You're sending whatever to us, and we can just get you up there. So that point, back to the striking when the iron's hot. I'm like, we're going to run this shit to the ground. So every fucking month, no matter how much money I had left, type shit, living minimal as fuck. That's why niggas don't see me out like that, so I'm using every little cent to get this shit. Dropping the video, dropping a new song, and elevator, elevator, back to back. Cause we building up the fucking catalog now. I want y'all to see me on YouTube when you're Googling me and all that shit. We're building up the brand. Like, 
I want to be popped up. Like, now I'm not at the point I'm, I want to be on YouTube. Niggas type me on YouTube and have a plethora of shit to look at, which we at that point now type shit. So as you look me up or you're typing the first three letters of my name and it pop up type shit. So that was the process with that. So a lot of shit was like paying under the table with niggas and they had to get some shit rocking and then some shit was blessed. Like the fader shit would just happen to be a blessed situation. One writer hit up, reached me out to me and like, you know, he trying to do the write up. We did it, whatever case may be, but he no longer writes for the niggas like that. So like, that happens too. Like niggas be writing for a nigga for a minute, then they leave and they no longer part of it and shit. So blessed to have that one special moment, but now the blog phase is kind of like dead. So it don't even matter for real, for real. I feel like, yeah, it, that might be dead. I feel like the game is just kind of dead. The whole game is that. Not even just music. I'm talking about the world, nigga. The, the world, world is oversaturated. The world is like just everything, like, bro. The, world's like the whole entertainment, movies, media, everything is just kind of stagnant right now. And we're just, what we're seeing in every industry kind of, even from, from the news to media brands, we're seeing companies literally fall in real time. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing independent media really just rise to the top. Mm-hmm. And it's literally because people have just lost trust in, um, in the mainstream things. Yeah. So if we're talking about news, it could be trust. If we're talking about art brands, it can be brands that have gotten so big now that it's like you could pay to work with them. Now they just do stuff for money. So it, it lost that essence of like authenticity and like being the next thing. Yeah, you know I guess what I'm saying? So. Like it, even on game, you're talking about like sharing the game. Mm-hmm. I never had a problem sharing game because 99% of people literally won't do it. They're just lazy. So I could tell you exactly how to do something, but most people still won't go do it. Very true. So it doesn't very really... True. Doesn't very, really very, um, very stop. It doesn't stop my shine in any way. I actually like getting people like if I if I do have some information, I would love to give it to you. Um, so the knowledge that's a given. I feel like everybody can have the knowledge. And another thing I think that's an illusion in in this game, uh, particularly, is like cosigns. Cosigns don't really matter if you're not hard and people can't fuck with you just as you in whatever way and resonate with you. It doesn't matter who says you're hot. It might give you a little attention for like a quick second, but that shit will fade. Like so, co- will, I feel like yeah, cosigns don't you, really do too much. Nothing, either, get, like, nothing really guarantees the longevity box, but um, for some people, I think right now the cosign, cosign is one of the only things that's keeping these motherfuckers strong right now. For like, real, like, for okay, real. Like, you don't have to say any particular person. But. Oh, no. I mean, the shit Yachty got going on and co-signing the artists that he got, you know what I'm saying? Playboy co-signing, you know, the group of collectors that he got. Even no, no, they the, co-sign, make- the co-sign will get you in the door, but you got to keep yourself there. Oh, that's, that, what, I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to keep yourself yeah. there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you can't sit there and just not do the work. Nah, 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 yeah. No, nah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of shit is dead right now because um, motherfuckers are so focused on getting on or... They pretty much playing it safe. They're going to do what they feel is going to work. You know what I'm saying? They're following a certain formula instead of just going against the grain and just doing what the fuck they want to do. That's why we talk about, like, we look at the early 2000s and shit like that. You had the Pharrells. You had the Busta Rhymes. You had the Missy Elliott's. You had uh, the New York niggas, Dipset. You had hey, so you many. you want to say Timberland? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, you had but, but you yeah. had But you had so many people just doing different shit. You know what I'm saying? They weren't afraid to go against the grain. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody just wants to get on so bad. They're going to do what they feel it works. They're going to follow this sound. Everybody's doing a Playboy Cardi baby voice shit. Like, just just do what the fuck you want to do. Who who knows what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? That's what, like I said, I respect creativity too because you don't know what can come from it. You know, I think people just need to just do, man, be creative. You know what I'm saying? Like, even in movies, like, there's just fucking remake. Good Burger 2, that shit was terrible. Why are we remaking classics? Make some new shit. Make a new classic. You dig what I'm saying? Like, 
Right. That's kind of where I'm at. That's why shit is so dead. People just want to get on so bad. Like, Bro, yeah. just be you, man. Who knows what's gonna happen? Niggas ain't got the trust for the um, you know, the, they ain't got the trust to take a chance with somebody with some new creativity. Two, the gatekeepers that's like, you got niggas out here actually being creative and doing some different shit, but these niggas are not letting niggas in because of whatever higher powers and the creativity of that shit. And then you got the laziness slash exhaustion. You got the laziness of the younger youth type shit that, you know, with how the world is paced with education and fucking internet and how fast shit is fucking moving. Niggas just want to get it fast and shit. That's where the younger crowd comes and niggas just out of tune hopping on shit and copying shit and doing whatever like that and just mimicking shit. And then you got the exhausted motherfuckers that been in the game for a minute and it's like, man, fuck it, I'm going to just hop on the hop on the wave right now just to get some form of attention because everything I've been doing ain't been working and shit. I mean, you hear shit like that with, like, the Griselda story and shit. These niggas went through, like, numerous different styles and shit from, like, the Soldier Boy phase and all that shit yeah, to yeah. these niggas sit here and fuck the industry up and got niggas back on some hip-hop shit. Yeah. The way it's going, I just feel like there's not going to be another Michael Jackson. There's not going to be another James Brown. There's not going to be another fucking Van Gogh. You know what I'm saying? Anything is just like because people... They're just gonna follow what they feel is right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's following, trusting their heart, trusting their creativity, you know? And I think we had the opposite. I hope we see, I don't know, I've been trying to pinpoint it. I can't predict it right on the head. Hopefully it's this year, but since the top of this year, since maybe like before last year, I realized shit was already oversaturated. Shit was already at the point that niggas are just now fucking realizing shit, which is always keep me ahead because I be predicting shit ahead of time type shit. But I already realized that we was at an oversaturated point. But I'm like, it's not gonna take it until everybody, everybody comes around and realizing everybody starts saying the same shit that we oversaturated and now it's time for some new shine. It's like it just make it's like it's inevitable to happen. We needed to get to an oversaturated point where niggas are tired and really sick and tired of hearing the same shit to like, okay, we can finally give a chance to some new sound of shit or some original shit. Instead of just giving it a chance from the chump, now that we like over limited with the shit, now we're gonna give it a try with some different shit. So I hope starting in 2024, that's where we at with it. Cause like everybody has vocalizers now from like Lil Yachty Bow Wow, a lot of niggas in the game shit, niggas are saying the same exact shit. So now hopefully we sit there and put examples out that is different shit out here and they look for some different shit and co-sign some different shit. So I've also noticed um people just changing, like if artists just changing kind of as people too, like not even just their music. Like I feel like when we were coming up I feel like every artist is like every rapper, like probably what in their interviews was probably just acting like arrogant, like on some, you know what I'm saying? Like just on some real, like fucking super cocky shit. Mm -hmm. Now you see people are like really trying to be like being more humble and fucking grateful and like, like just that, that's changed too, the behind the scenes, just like how, yeah. how you feel about where you're at. Like I feel like that's changing too. Yeah, I think uh, some people got lost in the mimic shit. Like some of the artists that's really about that shit that, you know, started the interview rolling up and shit. And they had that set as the early ones that really captured that instead of in. Are the um the fathers of that shit like the Playboys, the Uzis, the Trippies, all that shit? The niggas that's the father of that shit, they did that, and then they had like the underlings of mimics that's just trying to be on the same cool way. But like you can't, you can't beat them. Like these niggas already a did a lot of shit. Trying to be like Wayne for real. I can see that too, but you know Wayne is an impactful nigga in this game, so mm. salute to it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we kind of jumping around a little bit. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you want to get into uh? For like what? For like probably a lot of people here to try to want to hear about that. So you're fucking okay. So this thing happens with Timbaland. All right. He says he doesn't like him. First of all, what was that app called? TikTok. Oh, that was TikTok. Yeah. Okay. See, I wasn't even really. I didn't really see it. it was like small on the shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What was that? Like, what was first of all? Can you just tell us what that was? That was like something where he just has people join it and like he just he just listens oh, yeah, to the music. Yeah. Whole story but, run. Yeah. We cannot decide once we run. Um. Like I said. Um. Yeah. This all come full circle. I've been aware, and he he can attest to it. I've been aware that shit oversaturated. We need to switch the sound, all that shit. Niggas been heavy on the same sounds, all that. 
I'm um big believer that, you know, sound comes and rotates around, and we're going to hear it all again, as we did with different examples. Niggas trying to do older R&B, all that shit. Like, the rotation, I feel like it was a time and a rotation, so we had New York do its time, and New York went crazy this year and all that shit, this past year, Detroit and all that shit, and then all the major states already been on their shit, and New York really reclaimed and shit like that. But at, this, at some point in time, nigga, it has to come back to the Virginia sound, bro. Like, how the fuck is... The Neptunes producers of the fucking decade, and we haven't had, we haven't had our second Neptunes run yet, or haven't had our Timberland sitting here produced for majority of the hits that niggas, the timeless hits niggas know, and we haven't had the second run of that shit, and we Virginia nigga, so it's like, I've been an advocate of trying to push that sound and that bounce because I feel that's what's gonna say the game. I know that's what's gonna say the game. Cause they they did it, bro. That's that's what ran the fucking two thousands for the most part. Hearing those bounces and different unique ass sounds until it got to like, fucking um. Jazzy Fizzle and shit like that, doing them club beats and all that different shit like that, which I hope it gets to a time like that again, too, when niggas is up on that. But, you know, that Virginia sound, that Timberland, Pharrell combination shit, that, that production is shit, and induce niggas for, like, more freedom on shit. Like, you can't really go too hard, and you can go hard on them shits, but it's always going to be a fun aspect to it because it's something different and fresh type shit. So, you know, bringing it back to the main shit, that's why I wanted to push that, you know, I've been heavy on pushing that sound for a minute. Like, you can go through all my old music and you'll hear a Timberland or Pharrell-influenced track here and there back and forth. With this last project I put out, just to put out before the end of the year type shit, I had one that hit real hard, you know what I'm saying, that um, I liked and shit like that. And one of the homies that was around was like, um, yeah, it'd be dope if you uh, put it on a little Timberland show shit and shit like that. And I knew you were talking about because I seen it a couple times. And I really wasn't impressed to do it and shit like that. But literally, like, the next day, the next day, I was thinking about it early in the day, and I went on my phone, and I saw Timbaland on the shit. I was like, oh, this must be, like, some divine in a, some divine mm-hmm. moment type shit. Let me go ahead just, and get some so, Just so people know, it, just so he has on TikTok where he's going live. Yeah, going live, playing music. his music. You pay you pay some uh, pay some money to him, and um, he play your shit. You wait and shit. So I saw the moment. I'm like, okay, this must be a sign. I ain't even had the bread like that for a moment, but I'm like, fuck it. Let me put it up. Do it like that. So... I pay, and I'm waiting and shit, and it's a whole line. You can see it in there because you pretty much you subscribe to his page. You pay the amount that he wants you to pay, and you send the songs in, and then you wait in line. So as you wait in line, I'm hearing all these different people's songs and shit like that, and, you know, um, shit ain't nothing special type shit. For me, from the lens I was looking at at the guy, and the lens ain't changed too much for him, but from the lens I'm looking at for Timberland, his sound was something that uh, really changed the game. He experimented with shit with beatboxing and weird electronic sounds and operators and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? He, he experimented with a lot of different shit and made hard shit, which is my whole essence with everything type shit. Just experimenting sounds and, like, really making some hard-ass shit. So when I'm hearing these niggas sending their shit, they sending in, like, just regular tracks. I'm just like, this shit shouldn't really move no tempo type shit. Like, it's hard to like that. So, you know, it's late night, too, so I'm going to give him some slack. It's late night, too, and it looked like he might have been off the bottle. But um, <laughs> was he was he liking anybody else's before you? Like, yeah, give him a little, give him a little comment. Like there ain't nothing changed. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm going up here like for a, a advanced move, like the advancing my whole strategy and shit. Not to sit here and just get, oh, this is cool, bro. All right, peace type mm-hmm. shit. So it was a lot of those. Like oh, this is dope. All right, so you, on so to the next you, person. You come up like, in line. Yeah, but the important thing to take fat note of is as I'm listening, I was in line for a whole hour, okay. waiting for the shit. Just in my bed, just waiting for my time to come up and shit. A Virginia nigga popped up, or he he wasn't from Virginia, but moved in Virginia, been living there for a minute, and he played his shit up there and shit like that. But before he even played it, he's like, "Oh God, here comes a Virginia nigga, y'all." I'm just like, "Really? What does he mean by that?" Right? I'm looking like, "What type shit?" So he's like, "You know, 
I'm hearing a little comment. I can't remember verbatim shit. Something like, Virginia been sending a lot of garbage. There ain't nothing really going on out there and all this shit. So he already got this pre-notion to this guy type shit from Virginia. You like, you know, I'm really taking it seriously. Like, let's hear it. And the song was like kind of just whatever type shit. But still, just to have that pre-notion from you being from here and the music scene struggling as hard as it is, that shit already left a bad taste. So I'm already... I'm re I'm rescoping myself at for my time to come up because I was gonna be on some chill shit like this whole shit would have went a whole different way if I came up there on some chill shit like, yo, what's your name? Yo, for a metal bro, where you from? Virginia. He would have been all oh, lord or some shit. Like yeah, ha ha ha. All right, let's play your track. And if I just sit down, let him hear the track and said nothing type shit, he might have just gave me some advice and kept it cool. But after I heard that shit, I'm like, okay, I'm about to come, you know. Yeah, what you say? With my nuts on the table type shit, like you know, coming <laughs> to this nigga like yo. Virginia out here, I know the shit I did, I know the numbers I got, I know the fucking, you know, the bells. Well, you I, just started out just like that? Yeah, you know, so I come up, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just hype, you know, I'm saying I'm on the shit with Timberland. I'm like, yeah, Timberland was good, you know what I'm saying? Big Virginia out here, 757. He said he's from VA? Yeah, I said Big, Big Virginia, 757, we out here and shit. So as I say that, he gets into carrots and That's shit. That's crazy. Oh, Lord, all the shit. I'm like, all right, bro, I'm, I'm hype because I'm like, ain't nobody up here saying the only, no. Don't, not to even cut the story off, the only the only. I, like, one thing I could feel like he why he would feel like that is like maybe he has he's had Virginia people like try to get on with him, but they have a sense of entitlement. It's like, bro, we from Virginia, we both from Virginia. Like it maybe could, that's something like that. Maybe, you know what I mean? I'm gonna put a pin in that. So it's a pin on that, and then we're gonna hopefully we get to it at some point. But it's a second notion that it's not really that many talented motherfuckers out here. That's what niggas okay, need to yeah. really realize that it's really not that many talented motherfuckers out here, type shit. So he might have been receiving a shitload of garbage, type shit. I'm gonna keep it a band, but boom. Fast forward back to it. I'm like, I'm hype. I'm like, yeah, Big Virginia, all that. So he gets in this spill. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Let's hear what he got. So I'm hype. Um, I sent two tracks in. I didn't even know you could send no, multiple tracks in, so I was late to that. I would have sent three. But I sent two. And the first and one. Yeah, what was it? What the tracks? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one was, um, you know, um, a track called Along With Her Demons and shit like that. And um, it was a Timberland, you know, inspired beat. Everything like that. Everything was a Timberland inspired type shit, which, you know, everybody loves, like, Everybody heard from the project and all that. Everybody genuinely loving. I ain't got no yes man around me type shit. So I know my shit is like valid type shit. And the beat is just like, it's it's <laughs> gives you Timberland right off the back type shit. So he said that. He, he said, said that. And he yeah. said it that, That's also yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, maybe he was he like, okay, bro, trying to copy me. But it's like, yes, I took that into consideration like, too type yeah, shit. Like, cause niggas even gonna be flattered or niggas gonna feel a type of way. Like, that's so anybody if a nigga come but up there. If you Timberland and you made it, why you not flattered by that shit though? I like, don't know. I would if I'm an artist and somebody does something in the in my likeness, I'm gonna be like, damn, okay, I see. I would that would. I feel flattered by that, you know what I'm saying? But to hate on somebody and you already reached the pinnacle of your career, I just thought that was kind of yeah. corny, you know what that's, I'm saying? That's, that's, a good, that's a good point with it, because yeah, like, yeah. if somebody coming to you rap, like rapping like you, some man, some shit, and like, I feel your style, how you going to feel? You going to feel like this nigga like on some biting shit, or you going to be flattered? Or I mean, it depends a, on, it depends do, on do, the position. Do, do they recognize it? Yeah, recognize them. That's for what sure. I'm saying. Do, 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 you, do you tell them? Do you, like, you know this is a Timbo style yeah, beat. You yeah, made yeah. it with the intention of of the influence you got from Timberland. Precisely. So it's like, yeah, for, like your intention, should, like based off your intention, I would say he should be flattered. But maybe, you know, things happen in the moment. You said right. it was late night. Okay, so but it's For good. sure, yeah. I don't expect nothing from people yeah. anyway. So that's that. also even just side note. That's, I really like that's how you started out that video. It was like, this is not a diss. Sure. Have the utmost respect. This is just a reality. This is yeah. just like we have respect for these people that have made it out of our city, and we're trying to do the same thing. So we we want them to fuck with us, but it's like it is what you know. Oh yeah, but Virginia only responds to hate, so that's why the whole broader message I was trying to put out through that video went over a shitload of niggas' head because all they see is the hate. So all they see is like, 
Oh, this nigga mad because Timberland called his shit whack. Like, no, this is not a bigger picture. I'm trying to tell you that the only motherfucking, the three motherfucking massages that y'all looking up to to get the fuck out of this small ass state, thanks this about Virginia music, nigga. Like, off the rip. If I'm one of the potential hot niggas out here that's getting more views than majority of you motherfucking, and views is not everything, but if I did the shit I've done and made the motion I made, and this nigga just out the window calling some shit whack right off the back, what the fuck you think he thinking about the rest of y'all niggas' music right off the back, bro? Like, what do y'all think? Like, these, I'm trying to show y'all, like, it's time to dead looking up to Pusha and Timbo and fucking Pharrell, even though Pharrell's giving it, he's really the only one really giving it a shot. But it's time to stop looking up to these niggas for the exit out, which, you know, in the same breath, these niggas are older people, and they just want to live their lives, but they want to feed their families and just live comfortably in their house. Pusha T has a wife, beautiful wife, kid, everything, and niggas just want to chill and relax. Niggas ain't going to want to take on the responsibility of pushing the whole state compared to New York where you got fucking Mano, 50 Cent, Jay-Z, all these different outlets of niggas that you can feed your shit through. This is the only motherfucker that we got type shit, that, but they megastars, so... Regardless of finish the story up, play the beat and shit like that, you niggas know what happened. He's saying this whack and all that shit. I'm just on the mic, like, I already knew that was coming type shit. Like, I ain't expected to be whack type shit, but I'm just like, all right, I ain't even giving it a chance. I'm like, go oh, play the next track, bro. Play the next track. Because the next track's not even on no other shit. This is on some hype, different sound of shit, because it's a show I ain't trying to just be on no copying you type shit. I do other shit. Another track that niggas fuck with in his heart and shit like that. Played that, and he ain't even get that shit a chance. Like, shit, like, the shit just whack. I'm just like... <laughs> Wait, so the whole time he's playing the music, he can hear your voice as well? Like, you're yeah, on it? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So by the time he already... I'm already seeing his face. I know people good enough, so I'm already seeing his face and shit like that. He's looking around, just no expression, not even bobbing his head and shit like that. So by the time he already trying to, like, type this and some shit, I'm just like, bro, all right, let me go ahead and make this fucking call worth something. I'm like, nigga, it's niggas in Virginia. Not too many, but there's niggas out here we making noise and we doing shit that you're not aware of, bro, and that time's going to come when you're going to see it, bro. Essentially, my message to this nigga type shit. And that's where you get, well, hold on, nigga. I'm from Virginia and shit like that. I ain't never heard your name. If you ain't heard from this girl and she ain't said your name, then it don't mean nothing. I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know girl? the girl. I, I, actually, I, about to say, I wrote her name down in the video. I actually wanted to. Yeah, nigga said this. Who shit. is that? Who is Ayana Perry? I guess she a rapper from Norfolk or something oh, like okay, that okay. or something. I ain't want to rap. I know if she was like an executive or like something. That's what of. I'm doing. I'm coming into it. So, you know, if she's listening to this shit right now by any random means or some shit, uh, initially I'm thinking she's some type of exec or, you know, some type of powerful friend or some shit like that. Never in a million days do I think she was a, another artist out here. Okay. So that's why I ain't really tried to weigh heavy on it because I don't want it to seem like I'm shitting on her, what she got going on. Come on, look at the page. She got some motion and shit going on. Salute to her and all that shit. So I ain't want to seem like I was like coming at her type shit, but. You know, after I realized the signs from this nigga, I'm just like, yo, niggas is out here. We doing shit. I don't know who this girl is, but I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm confident enough to know niggas know my name type shit. And you're going you know, you to find out when the time comes. Trust. And that's how I pretty much left it like that type shit. Yeah, I think we, um, like you said, it's a big responsibility to take on trying to build a whole state scene. Of no, actually, no, no one person could do it by themselves, first of all. But I think we put... um too much responsibility on them, bro, because nobody could do that. Even, like, we're going back to earlier, the coastline can do a little bit, but it's we have to do the work. We have to create the scene as far as, like, it has to exist first. Right. We have to give them something to push. You know what I'm saying? Virginia, and it's man. like, um, and even, like you said, there's, it's not many super, like, it's a lot of people that create out here, but it's a select few that I feel like are ready right now. Thank you. And I, and, and, that's but there I'm are too. a few. So, so coming into you know this shit, I've been, I was thinking about how I was going to worry that shit, and I don't want to call niggas shit trash or some shit, because, I done been in a lot of shows and I sit back and watch niggas perform, which I, I ain't gonna get to that. But I watch niggas perform and shit like that and some more shit. And I don't wanna call niggas shit trash, but it's literally a point not ready yet. And it's 
Half the time, it's the fucking not ready niggas that's in the front of the lines or in the lines of fire. With the opportunities you come, they the first ones to feed the opportunity. And when niggas come in here, they ain't hearing shit. Yeah, we got a few people, bro. Like, so you see, first of all, Tim Timberland did just just rap with Gifted Hands. Right, yeah, salute that to was hands. dope. Salute to that. They yeah, went yeah. crazy. Um, I wonder, I wonder how like, uh, what if that wasn't planned, or like, I wonder when was that planned? Right. Cause like. It's like videos him talking shit about VA. He's like, bro, let me matter of fact. Nah, he's like, you know, you're right. There are some people, dope people. Let me go ahead and gift it up real quick. He was like, because he hated on the whole state. In the video, you said he said uh, VA been trash. Right. How that's you say that when you just see gifted hands run? How you say that saying. when you just see what Al Dom's doing? The, exactly. How you say that when? And you're kicking you know in like saying? my shit like don't ring no bells. No, I know this nigga gifted hands knows about me. I know his music. You know what I'm saying? Niggas know each other like shit. You can ask gifted hands yourself, just bring up my name if my shit was like that. But you know, in in that situation, I'm just a peon to this thing. I'm just a random. Get, nigga him and Gifted got together, he was like, bro, nah, you gotta you gotta go back and check uh full meta out. That'd bro. be some like- shit, but I can't expect <laughs> nothing from nobody. Get it how you get it. And you know, that nigga is such a great guy and he's doing such great things, man. Salute to gifted hands, bro. To me, bro, I think is um if we really want to create a scene, we need platforms. We need literally like hot ones, fucking uh, million dollars worth of game. Yeah, getting that, bro. We need we need platforms to create. No, I'm talking about we need to create platforms no. <laughs> in our in our area. You know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna get no traction, bro. Which but leads the thing to is, man, go ahead, go ahead. Virginia has to push Virginia, bro. Like, we, we, what was it Broccoli Fest? We went to DC and shit like that. <sighs> oh my god, they had this is a big festival. Whatever. Broccoli Fest is that? Is Yachty drunk? Nah, 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 nah. It's, it's just a festival in DC. It's like a weed smoker festival. I'm thinking broccoli, like the um. Okay, my fault. Like yeah. the song but they, but yeah. they had like who was there? Um, they had Jeezy there. They had Larry June, Joyce Rice, Tim's fucking uh, who else? Uh, Gunner was there. Like Sega went up there. Yeah, these some big name artists. But I'm saying that to say like they had some local artists perform at the junk. You know what I'm saying? Back like, and forth, nigga. They Back put and them forth. on even if it was just one song, two songs. They let them get their shine. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just for a quick second, the crowd yeah. not moving to nothing, but it's about the opportunity. Right, That's right. why I love when I went out DC and that shit happened to me. That shit was the most eye opening shit ever because these niggas yeah. rolled the red carpet out for me, my nigga. These niggas gave me VIP treatment, took me to the back, just off the potential that I got and shit. And what they see in me, they took me backstage, brought out the bottle girl. They did the whole shebang on me and motherfucking networking with everybody. Like they gave the opportunities to motherfuckers out there and to meet the right people, which we don't get out here, which is why shit's so fucked because I can get onto it a list of shit, but. The number one thing we, the only shit we got is the something in the water shit. This is the only opportunity we got to get some shit. And salute to the something indie water and shit and all that shit, but that shit is not what we want. And it's not what niggas need, bro. Niggas need to be on that big ass fucking stage. Or if you're gonna do the something indie water shit, that shit needs to be in the middle of the beach or in the middle of the sand where the, tra- where the, tra- where the traffic is at. Niggas ain't really in these buildings and shit. Niggas is out there on that motherfucking beach. They did have wait, the, uh, the, big, the, the big stage on the beach right there. They had like one. towards the end like one. shit, but yeah. like we need to be seen. Or ne- my what's... thing, my thing with that is pretty much where like I felt I feel like I said it a few times. Christy talks about it a lot. I think we talked about it up here, mm-hmm. but there should be um what I think is a cool addition to something in the water. That shit is fire, but it's like more events throughout the throughout the year to keep that to keep that energy going throughout the year that leads up to the next something in the water. There is stuff going on. I just seen um. For sure, and you don't know how much money it takes. Um, what's uh what's Fro doing? So Fro has a a, pro, a thing called Yellow. You yeah, the is? Yellow shit. I've been seeing. So a they lot do with panels that. and stuff. I just mm-hmm. went to one of their panels recently. That's cool too. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think also like live music, live stuff. I think they're trying, bro. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but you can always add stuff to it. Well, um, I can tell you for sure. There's definitely uh, niggas behind the scene with conversation I had that they're looking to um, do more events. They're looking to actually do numerous something in the waters 
throughout the year type shit from what, what I heard from uh, a couple people that's trying to make some bigger shit happen and shit. Yeah, I haven't heard that. That might be some... Is that but, some, um, some nah, the, the bigger... Because I seen they, they said they're moving it to a different month. Yeah, uh, looking month. like October from what mm-hmm. I read or some shit like that, which would be fire. I mean, I love that. But, um... It's a multiple something in the works. The bigger picture, bro, and it, it shouldn't be that difficult to do. You, you, you should allow some local artists on that big stage. I see no... There's no, there's no excuse... For that not to happen, there's no fucking reason Young Crazy and Al Dom at the very fucking least was not on that big stage. Nah, for sure. No reason sure. at all, nigga. For like, sure. cause that's the only way to capture, bro. Cause this, unfortunately, doing the shows and shit out here, man, this shit is be fucking useless type shit. Like, it's do- it's dope to see niggas get sponsored together, and even with me being a headline or coming up late or coming up early and shit like that, niggas are sitting here bringing their fucking crowds. Perform in front of your same fucking crowd that you bought, and these niggas had to buy these expensive ass tickets and then just leave. You ain't really making it. You get one or two motherfuckers that stick around type shit. But, and depending on the prime time and shit, compared to a summer in the water where niggas are locked and forced to stay in the spot, because I don't wanna miss Coyle Ray coming up next, so I'm gonna stay right here, but we're gonna hear this new nigga that's popping up out the rap. That's the only way you gotta find gimmicks and shit to lock these motherfuckers in to perform and shit. That's why homies over there, you know, the, the Gabe or whoever, the uh, Mad Star Shorty, whoever yeah, it was, Nose, yeah. that got uh, Tia Kareen and shit. I'm like, yeah. that's the energy niggas yeah, need to be cooking on, bro. Yeah. That's the energy need, they play that smart, because you got her as the headline and shit. Everybody's gonna stay for her. And the timing of that was insane. Bro, she literally blew up the week after that. Precisely, literally. precisely. And we about to get into a bigger bag, but yeah, her and then you had everybody the Weber right for once they felt so to open up for her and shit. Niggas opened up and did that shit and got the proper shine from whatever random ones that came from different cities or niggas that don't listen to fucking local artists, but they listen to her. That's that growth that motherfuckers need and shit. Like we need to get more artists out here. But the question is. Is niggas not hip in Virginia? Like, is it only a niche fucking pocket niggas not hip? Or is niggas just not, is it the fucking booking agency and shit? Because as I watched throughout the years. Why bigger artists don't come out here? Not even big, mid-tier fucking artists, bro. Okay. Jaleel, Snot, Rico Nasty, motherfucker. Well, Rico, Rico might have came out here, but a lot of niggas during their mid-tier run where you can catch them for maybe like $10,000 or fifteen type shit, where I'll be seeing, I, look, I get hyped, they put their little tour shit up. Virginia is never on that shit. I think it's never on that me, shit, bro. I think people say it was the venues because they were like, we have small venues and then big venues. We don't have many mid-sized venues, and I think I some, hope it's the venues. Somebody's bro. also saying is like some artists, uh, some of these artists may just not be streaming out here, so they might not and stop then, by. And, then, and so, what, how do you fix that problem? Because <laughs> when I ever since I come from New York from Virginia, and it always seemed like Virginia was behind on a lot of shit. It always seemed like it was a niche few that's hip and shit, and those niche few you can find through. Um, the clothing at a certain point in time. So, like, during exchange and locker rooms and shit out there and all that different shit, that niggas that dress before buy, sell, trade got crazy. Niggas that dress and hip to different clothes. Clothes and music go hand-in-hand and shit like that. So niggas that's hip to wearing this fly shit that Virginia niggas is still on this time and dressing like that, and you got these niggas that dress like this, they usually hip to the music. But it's a niche pocket, so is it... How do you fix that problem? Is it just like these small amount of people out here or niggas just not hip to the artists? And like, how do you fix people that issue? People definitely aren't hip. So what the fuck? They, I, they- I talk about this all the time too. It's like, if you go to, I go to events out here. So it's literally, it's about, it's about two to 300 people that show up at these events mm-hmm. on our local scene and that are like real supporters. They'll come out, they'll spend money. They, mm-hmm. they like the music. They like the art, whatever. Which I think some people milk that shit too. I think some a lot, a lot of the older motherfuckers that are out here since it's a settling ass state and niggas come out here to move and retire and be with their loved ones and live in the fucking woods and shit. Niggas just milk the little bit of shit that they did 10 years ago and ride that shit fucking forever type shit. That's why I really damn it. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's probably a thing too. I'm just saying like there's, there's definitely thousands of fucking music fans out here that don't know about us. Literally. So that's actually what we've been talking about for like a year now is how do we reach these regular everyday people 
that literally just aren't hip. That aren't hip. Like that, if they knew there was a fire artist in their city, they'll go to their show. Like, oh damn, there's there's like a crazy ass fucking music scene in my city that's building up. Like damn, I didn't even know about this. Like Gimmicks, how long bro. has it been going on? Like who are these who are these people? Like gimmicks is the only way, bro. You gotta you gotta gimmick these motherfuckers into. You gotta give them some words. It's unfortunately the artist is not strong mm. enough to get these niggas to stick around and stay. You I gotta, just hate that word gimmick. It's just like, sad, bro. But then like, that's another thing too, bro. Way, like when people can really resonate with you, like on a real level, I feel like that's the key. I guess the gimmick is to kind of just be able to get in front of them. Well, you so gotta you gotta shy away from like, that that gimmick shit and get uncomfortable with shit because you got the industry that niggas trying to get involved in is nasty as hell, bro. And that's another thing too, niggas like. A lot of niggas is not even ready for this shit. I I really feel like niggas don't really uh, not even ready for this shit until they realize that this shit is a fucking game for real, for real, bro. Like you really gotta play the game and maneuver the pieces in the right way, type shit, as humbly as possible. Don't cheat. Some niggas cheat, and you, and it reflects. But if you play it humbly as possible, I I feel like you can get rewarded right. But it's a nasty ass game, bro. There's a lot of smoking mirrors in this shit, bro. And you gotta. So it take gimmicks sometimes, bro. Like a gimmick is like you know paying uh, uh, X amount of artists on their rise right now to come out here, and you know have them at the headliner and get your popping the most popping artists out here, and give them a chance to perform in front of that shit. And if you get some consistent shit going with that, then that's some. Or you know niggas be trying giveaways and shit. Like all right, stay to the end of this, and we'll give you this giveaway and shit like that. And that forces them to stay. That's the gimmick right there. I'm gonna stay for this giveaway because I got this ticket, but I really don't want to see all these trash ass artists coming up and shit like. You gotta give me these niggas, unfortunately, because yeah. that's the state we're in. Like, like I said, how do you fix niggas that don't want to be hip to nothing, bro? It's like we in the country, but at least the 757 air, we in like a real country, humble ass way where niggas don't really want too much. Niggas is cool with wearing Air Forces, Air Force Ones, and just be stepping out clean like that, and that's it. Niggas don't really fuck about all that flashy shit because this is a settlement state. This is the first settlement, right? Like out of the 13, right? I want to say Jamestown. Yeah, first, bro, this is Virginia. Colin. Like yeah. how that shit work, bro? This is a settling ass state, but. Then again, it's like the flip side of the coin. That's why it works and good. Because once they do find something out this motherfucker, that shit hit. That's why you got motherfucking Timbaland, Pharrell, Missy, Trey Songz, Allen Iverson, Chris Brown. You got the super duper star because you get them diamonds in the rough in this rough ass motherfucking time, bro. And also, everybody that you see that really makes it from Virginia, they have a long run. They have longevity. Precisely. So this state is not the mass produced like Atlanta and shit, like and get spit mad shit out, bro. So it's like you got to find a chosen one and boost those chosen ones and shit and get it out of there type shit, however it means necessary. But shit's constantly changing on how to escape and shit. And the internet's a crazy-ass tool compared to back in the day, so we can't follow their code. We got to use the internet to our best abilities and do what we can. But like I said, niggas be so jaded by the time they get out and make it and shit. And, you know, I start feeling a little way about it too. Niggas be like... Well, shit, I ain't going back to country ass fucking Virginia when niggas ain't give a fuck and shit like that. I ain't about to show no love and try to switch no shit up. They find the way it is. And then the real creators out here be mad like, no, nobody comes back out here and support and do shit for Virginia. That's how it starts mm-hmm. right you there. Can't, so you, you can't you can't let the um this kind of actually in life too, but in, in this game, you can't let it make you get bitter, bro. I've seen good people Stay that are, have great intentions and do their thing, and they allow other people that move a certain way that might be like fucked up or whatever, they allow that to make them bitter. Then they it, it changes them. Bro, that's you know what I'm saying? saying? I feel like I still believe I'm at the core of this shit, bro. I believe a number one, you gotta be, you gotta have the talent. hundred percent. Number two, you gotta have to work at, and I, number two, we'll put discipline. You, you gotta have, you gotta have, just be true. You gotta be, be a good person, bro. Yeah. I think those days of being shysty and like crazy, like people be like it's just business, like. I think, that's a, I think those are de- those are done, bro. In the world, dark too, power is always going to work, but you know what's in darkness always will come to light. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I don't think anybody has to lose in business. I think you can do business a great way. You can do your job. You can do like, and also we have to realize this is a service. You're making music. At the end of the day, somebody's going to listen to your music. It's going to bring them some type of value. It's like you're literally like you almost like 
It's like you almost work for your fans in a way. But sure. it's like you have to think about the way it's, it's like bigger than you, kind of. You're, you're fulfilling a service, a need in somebody's life. And that's what it's getting to. You have to respect that. That's, that a, more, that's a dynamic you have to respect. That more you know independent I mean? route. And that's what, um, you know, that's what the label is scared of and shit because, you know, they're realizing the chances of uh, niggas need, even leading the labels and shit for a lot of shit is dead beside for the major mainstream shit. And, you know, niggas are maneuvering ways to tap in with their crowded creating. And like transition to something else and shit. Like I said, I can die happy tomorrow because the, the streams I hit and the messages I got and the, the music received the right way. I've got messages from niggas, mad motherfuckers, and people telling me how like how that song saved them and changed them and all that. And I'm like, you know, the most vulnerable songs you put out there, bro, is the ones that hit. The most honest shit, like the most honest shit you do, beat while everything, that's the shit that sticks the most. And that shit is true for every hit single I got. Is the most shit I'm like keeping it the most real. Not saying that I'm capping a line, other shit, other shit just be fabrication of flossy type shit, a different shit. But when I'm like speaking some real shit in a real um, nice package delivered way, that shit comes back full circle, bro, for real. Mm, that's like it's like the it could be like the ones you're like the most unsure about. Mm-hmm. That's like my um, that's like my favorite part about creating, bro. It's just the the you're unsure about everything. It's just the not knowing what's going to happen. It's like everything is a risk. You don't know what people will like. You don't know, like, you don't know what you're going to create next. You, like, tap into this thing, and you're kind of just doing it. Um, and, like, yeah, just the risk of it. It's like a gamble, like you were touching on earlier. And that's why I feel like a lot of people are stuck in, like, creating stuff that's already been created, even with movies and shit, because it's, yeah. it's a business behind it. So they're, they're they, 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 chance, they, yeah, they want to minimize their risk. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this has worked in the past. Let's just keep yeah, doing speaking, that. Yep. But no, to create great things, you have to take a risk. And it's like, yeah, you, you can, be you're vulnerable. never going to be sure about you it. You got to be vulnerable. You got to sit there and chance like, yeah. and put yourself out there, bro. But that's when you find great shit, like, and shit Tyler created to talk about and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Just being his honest fucking self and shit like that. And when it really resonated with me, like, it'd be sometimes, man, I'd be really, like, holding back tears when I'm in these festivals and shit because I'd be seeing these artists talking and hearing what they... I'd really be hearing what they saying, bro, and I'm like, I know for a fact I'm, I should be in that position with these niggas at no matter what the time it is. But I remember that nigga Uzi was on stage and shit like that during the, um, Summer in the Water in D.C. And he's playing before... um. All my friends said he was about to play that shit next and the shit. But he was playing like, you know, this is my most honest, real track. Something along the lines like, this is my most, like, vulnerable track. And I really spoke to me. And I really, like, every word really meant something to me on this shit. And this shit ended up being my number one track, whoop, and all this shit. And played that shit. I'm like, bro, yes, bro. They really be that shit. Like, and that, all my friends today, shit, that shit resonate with everybody. That shit hit hard because, that's what I'm saying, vulnerability recognize. Niggas be waiting to recognize with some shit, bro. Like, niggas be holding in shit because everybody trying to be so cool or niggas is not, everybody's not extroverts to put themselves out there type shit. But in this game, you got to gotta give a little something. I still believe in privacy. I think people trying to erase privacy, but I still believe in privacy, but you got to be willing to give Oh, yeah, I don't think privacy exists anymore in 2023, now 2024. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. yeah, bro. Um, anything else you want to touch on? Um, also on some music shit, I, I was watching the video. It's my first time seeing the video for um, Mob Psycho mm-hmm. with you and Shaolin. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I think it might be one of my favorite joints by you. Oh, yeah. No, shout out to Long yeah. on that one. That boy went crazy on that thing, boy. He pulled out the guns. Who wait, Who went crazy? Uh, Long, a.k.a. Jet Windy, you know what I'm saying? My homie and shit like that. I think I'm the Asian dude, right? Asian dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a... Um, Video, he's a camera genius, man. He was a photographer for a long time, and then he started dabbling in the videos and shit like that. But um, genius, man. You know, he just really, um, he knows that he knows what he's talking about. He knows his shit. He knows the lens. He studies on it. He's like, like you know, he's he's that guy for the video shit. As Frank is that guy for the engineer shit. Like for me, a lot of shit, I don't really want to go heavy on detail and figures. Do the tedious work of shit. These niggas do a lot of the background work and figure out the particulars with that shit. So. Um, yeah, once I started working with him and shit, we started really getting into the essence of like 
filmmaking and what it takes through the angles and what lighting, lighting is super duper important, but like lighting and capturing shit the proper way, he showed me all that. So salute to Long for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, anything else you wanna touch on, bro? Are you working with anybody else? Are you locked in with any other artists or are you kind of just working with um, Full Metal right now? I got some people I'm trying to do some stuff with. Let's go, uh, let's boy, go. Uh, come on. So Francis Lowe, come on, talk your shit. <laughs> my boy Quill75, um, my nigga Drano. Shout out Drano. This is my brother. Um, you know, Full Metal, we got shit coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked with a lot of people, man, on a small level. But um, I'm the type of dude, man, I just respect creativity, man. You know, just do what feels right, man. You never know what's going to stick, you know. So yeah. that's just my philosophy on it. Just follow your heart with this shit. There's no right or wrong way to do it, you know. Real shit. He, it took me a lot to learn that from this nigga on my journey. Cause I, I'll get caught up in trying to maybe sound chase at different times and different things. Because we experiment a lot with a lot of different shit when we go in there before we lay some shit out. But it's really just like... He'll show me with his sound and the shit that he make. Cause he got a lot of fire that's hidden from the world. But he'll show me just just trying different shit and just going at it this way, how hard some shit can be type shit. So, yeah. yeah. Got to remember to love the music and shit. Yeah. And I gen- <laughs> you got to love the music, too. That's another part of it. You got to really love the music being this music yeah, shit. No, you, you got to love the shit because you're going you to go ahead. You got to. It's take, I feel like yeah, it, it, it takes so long. Well, people get people get rare fucking lucky moments and just go up fucking on the first thing they make. That's, but yeah. it takes so long that you'll literally just quit if you don't love it. Mm-hmm. And with you me too, it's like, you know, I ain't really dropped too. I drop certain shit, but um, I'm gonna make music till I'm dead, bro. Even That's if nobody I'm, hears crazy. that I was shit, just about to say that. I'm rapping like, at eighty. Yeah, bro. It's just it's it's ingrained in my essence to create music. You know what I'm saying? So jam out. Even if nobody hear that shit, I'm gonna still play the guitar. I'm gonna still make beats. I'm gonna still chop samples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like you said, just the love for it, man. That's never gonna die. You know. So. For sure. Hell yeah. No, I appreciate you guys. Um, anything else you want to touch on, bro? I feel like this was a long time in the making. Yeah. I told um, you I was going to be up here. This is the right time. I know you've Def- done a hell of shit. We could probably go on for like, Oh, yeah, you know we could go on forever. But yeah, no, I think we hit some key points. And, you know, I just don't want to... I mean, I really... I mean, going into this concert game, I can't really press and think where everybody else think. But I don't ever want to, like, come across disrespecting the state. But that feels like... Giving some form of hate or some type of some type of negative energy is the only way to get these niggas to fucking listen out here, bro. But like I said, it needs to be a new era. It needs to be a new time moving forward. It needs to be a new Virginia. And the bigger picture, like shit, leave leave uh, leave Push alone, leave Pharrell alone, leave Timberland alone. We gotta find different outlets and get different hit. We need to tap in with. <laughs> bro said, leave Push alone. <laughs> leave leave for alone. I'm like, I look at Push. Stop bro. hitting a phone. I was, there, I was there for well, push sec- uh, for his kid's second uh, birthday party, man. This nigga's a regular dude, and I can just imagine lifestyle mm-hmm. being in Virginia and niggas constantly want to do pictures and all that shit. He's just trying to do something for his fucking son's birthday and shit like that. So I know he in this, uh, you know, relaxed one, even though this nigga's a lyrical assassin, my nigga, and he can really whoop that ass and he show what he can do type shit. But, you know, this nigga's just in comfortable mode, man. Happy wife, happy life, happy kid, paying his friends and family, doing what he do. So I can't hate on that shit or just, like, be begging this nigga for, like, yo, please, like, hear me out and try to put me on type shit. Like, these niggas are, like, unfortunately, we ain't got the options like that to have numerous people or outlets we can go to do the artist type shit. So we got to find some type of different way it's or on, start boosting us, the chosen ones yeah. out of this motherfucker for it's real. It's on us, real. bro. Really, when I realized that is when when Push the airwave. He's still, they're still they're still moving with that. But it's mm-hmm. like, it showed me just how long, like, Push is a huge name. He starts this, this label airwave, and it's not the biggest thing ever yet. Mm-hmm. So it shows me just even like at that level how long it will really take. Doing. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. And people be like saying don't sign the artists and shit like that. I understand it because like 
in the same moment, you still got to take those opportunities and shit for yourself to grab this bag or make this show or work this one way and all this shit. And then this is my side project of trying to run artists and shit like that. So I understand the bigger picture. And, you know, what really made me come to realization with this whole dark process when I was watching Al Don perform at the Vibe Festival and shit, I hate when, and it's not, that's not even on him, I hate when other people have to reiterate the the amazing accomplishments that niggas did and niggas don't recognize it. So he was like, you know, cause that shit would that shit blew my mind. And for the woke ones that saw it, when he made it on the color shit, like that's an achievement. That's like one of those crazy ass ones to make. And he did that shit. And that's a big look for the motherfucking state. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's the thing that that French dude is going viral on too right now. Oh, for real? Is that, it was a colors performance, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Colors is amazing. I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck he said. Do with the gap too. Yeah. End of the day, colors is amazing. That's that's a big platform. Yeah. It's a yeah. big platform, and when he expressed that to niggas in the vibe fest, niggas over there just, uh, like, just not hip. So, like, what yeah, the fuck do we do with that, bro? Nah, like, definitely hard. what do we do with that? Like, we got to find some type of different way, bro, because that nigga's doing amazing shit. We got to go viral on our own, bro. We got to literally, we just got to go no, on no, our own. Bro, no, no, because the answer is everybody move. That's the answer is move everybody to ATL and shit, and then show your magical Virginia powers to these other states in here, and that's when they, <laughs> it's, bro, it's, it's that's sad, what it bro, is. bro, because, like, Virginia is not the, like, when you think about Virginia, what do you, what do you think about? Shit, I don't know. I, I can't even give you so many mom and pop shots, just, bro. Just imagine, <laughs> just imagine how other people look at Virginia. Like, what the I, fuck? Other is people probably just look at it as like a military and kind exactly. Of, um, so look at L.A., look at Houston, look at New York, Philly. These places have culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with artists, that's probably what artists don't come in for real. What the fuck are they gonna do after the show? What? What, what are you some attractions? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Keith Lee, come yeah, here. What the hell are you telling him to go to, bro? Wawa Waffle House? Bro, we... Well, Addy was here. We got to wake the fuck up, but then some of them don't want to be woke up. Niggas is comfortable out yeah. here. It's a settlement state. Virginia is for lovers. This is where you sit here, get your bag up, Facts. move to Virginia and hide and live and bowl and go to the fucking beach and movies for the rest of your fucking yeah. life and eat good. Wait. That's it, bro. This ain't no state you escape. There's no opportunities until you go but, northern uh, side to D.C. Yeah. and fucking yeah. uh, Richmond type areas and shit where the melting pot starts yeah. to begin. Like, Addy was here and shit like that because we came in for the uh, for the event at uh, Exchange and shit. Mm-hmm. Was they was like, "Yo, what what y'all got to do out here? Like niggas is clueless. Like clueless. I couldn't tell them nothing. Like, yo, <laughs> we don't have no the best shit to eat. All that. Even though you can go to Rivers though. Now we got Rivers. That's a big step. I feel yeah, like yeah. And I know yeah. some niggas in North might name out some spots that they've been in forever and all that shit. But is it really some groundbreaking shit that everybody know that like? <laughs> Lack of culture out here. What do you do with coming. lack of culture? To me, to me, I'm also just like, um, I really have high hopes for this area as far as becoming like a real art scene, like people moving here and shit and like be, be, just being vibrant. But I think um, also what nobody's really talking about is we have to get ahead of ahead of some things that are in, that happen in these bigger cities that are like the negative things. Like if you look at like LA, fucking New York, these places where the shit's popping, a lot of times it's accompanied by like a lot of homelessness or a lot of crime or like True. a lot of like... Uh, oh, violence. Yeah, so there, shit, there's lo- there's a lot of things that that got come with having a big scene that's that true. we don't want actually. Bro, yeah, that's we what I'm try, saying. We gotta try to get ahead of those. They just put the um, basketball team. They put it in North Virginia, right? Or I seen that. I seen yeah. that too. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They ain't about to put away. We got the fucking biggest uh, we- weapon state base yeah. or whatever like that type yeah. shit, bro. Yeah. They got too much shit to protect over here for these niggas to be putting. Let people start wilding and shit. Yeah, yeah. crazy attractions and shit. That's why the fucking summer mm-hmm. in the water should be 50 50. When I was hearing the background shit, probably got the CIA out here too, bro. Oh, for sure, for sure. When I was hearing the background chatters of it and niggas trying to get together, it's really the people. It's not even about the money and shit, because niggas know they're going to get their money from that. It's the people. They don't want to be disturbed. 
The yeah. niggas by the fucking water and shit. They don't want the, the <laughs> chaos and shit and being disturbed and dealing with the tourism and shit like yeah. that. But that's the best thing we got. So, using that motherfucking beach to our advantage yeah. and, and closing, you know what I'm saying, the summer and the water shit. The best shit rolling. Salute to Pharrell yeah, doing please, that shit. Yeah, but you yeah. got to get these motherfucking chosen ones at the very least on stage, bro. Get niggas on stage. This is like you introducing arcade fire and random ass acts that niggas don't know that, you know, after a while, this is how you know the fucking shit worked because I sat there and watched a couple bands I had no clue about. After watching the whole time, I'm like, damn, I'm about to look up these niggas' music. So why the fuck can't we do the same thing for the local artists, at least the ones that's making so, some type of noise out of this bitch on that stage? Even if a nigga got to fucking pay, bro. Get these niggas on this stage, bro. Radio station, Get these niggas on these like stage, bro. That's all, I got. that's all I can say going into the next year, bro. We doing something in the water, bro. Get these motherfuckers on the stage. Get me on that fucking stage, bro. I don't even care about myself. Get the other ones ahead of me on that stage just to show some hope about this bitch, bro. And yeah. Word, word. That's what I got. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, I appreciate you, bro. New EP out right now, Fighting Demons by yeah. Moonlight. Mm-hmm. That's everywhere. Fighting Demons by Moonlight, yeah. Um, hell yeah. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah. Yeah, all right, guys. Peace, peace, peace. peace. Come on.